the Millennium Falcon <laughs> <laughs> flying through the starlit sky. Okay, for God's sake, I messed up. <laughs> we'll have a bowl. We'll bowl. Very hot, very sunny. The pitch is a road. What do you do? I am Fortune Cricket <laughs> oh, this is horrible. I want to go down in Bawtry history forever. Flappy <laughs> <laughs> tea. Oh, Flappy dear. Tea. Here we go, here we go. I've just got a bit of advice for Tommy. If you don't want to lose the dressing room, it would be to stop bowling yourself. I love a prawn sarn, me. Prawn mayo sarn. I know it's a bit controversial. <laughs> prawn sarn. As soon as you get that prawn sarn here, it's, it's for me. Get, get on the plate. <laughs> and you stink for the rest of the day. Right, rain delay. Well, we down with one of those yesterday. Rain delay, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast. It's great. It's a fair dinkum podcast. You're looking at some great things there. The storm has hit the gather. People going everywhere. It's pelting down here at the gather. It's pitch black. And what a storm. After extensive evaluation of the latest detailed weather information, we are live hello and welcome back to the rain delay podcast nearly said bore on tour there and that's because <laughs> it's a very special episode this week we've got our first two guests on the skippers it's tom haslam the first team skipper and will roberts the second team skipper lads how are you doing i'll come to you tom yeah very first. good good to be here thanks for having excited me excited for the season looking forward yeah, to you're it more than welcome and you will yes mate very well glad to be uh, invited on Right, I think we can uh, kick straight off looking forward ahead to the next season. I think that's probably the best way to start. Will, this is your first year as captain. Previously a predominantly first team player, left arm, demon, around the wicket. Uh, what, what's, you know, could you outline some of your plans for the twos this year? Um, I mean, yes and no. Um, it'd be nice to, <laughs> to be honest, um, it'd be nice to get down to the nets. And see sort of who is available. Um, sort of more in depth chats with Tommy about who I intend to pinch from the ones for next year. Um, but you know, I want, I want a competitive team. So you know, ideally we're looking for promotion. Um, try to close that gap between the ones and the twos. Um, yeah, that's it really. That's it. Love to hear it. That's one thing I thought we could focus on. Sort of the professional as professionalisation of the twos. You know, in the past we've sort of rocked up turned up to play you looking to introduce maybe a warm-up this year some stretching <laughs> i mean that's pushing it's it into it really. i was a little bit reluctant to the uh, the warm-ups and the ones so it, it, we might start real steady do some you know might start with a lap around the outfield or something and then maybe progress as the weeks go on but um, yeah yeah maybe we'll look to sort of structure how we how our sort of match day looks um mm. just sort of start off on the front foot get a bit sort of show our intent from the start but at the end of the day it's it's club cricket isn't it so it's just a That's bit of fun it. as well enjoyment yes we've got a question coming in from uh, the senior statesman of the podcast mark longworth hi will how are you doing i'd just like to ask um, what's your policy on youth this year um or, or indeed on older ones oh why you're looking for a call up <laughs> <laughs> you never know, um i would say i'm looking to put the strongest 11 out that i can on a week by week basis, try to get sort of a strong sort of eight, nine players that are going to play week in, week out. And then obviously with it being club cricket, you're going to have weeks where, you know, someone's on holiday or someone can't play because they've got 
plans and then you know we look, again disgraceful we look to <laughs> exactly uh, yeah we look to just put the strongest team out so if that is you know a younger player who's shown some promise then then yeah they'll get the call up do you think um, that will ever have a detrimental effect on the on the first team quality or are you going to try and weigh it up depending on who the first team are facing if they've got an easy game, maybe put a few more of the lads into the seconds. Well, I don't, I don't think you're going to get an easy game in the championship, to be honest. So, so you know, promotion. It, it, you know, if Tommy will let me pinch a couple of players week in, week out, um, then happy days. But if not, you know, work with the squad that we've got. Speaking of that new season in the championship, Tommy lad, obviously you're someone who's played at that level before. How do you think Bortry are looking going into this? I, I'm not. I'm not worried at all. To be fair about about us, I think we've shown, especially in that T20, that we can compete with players that have played in the championship. I'm I'm aiming for top five. To be honest, I think we can um, really sort of set ourselves a high standard in in that league. Um, we're good enough. We've got a good young youth set up at the club um, it won't be easy like it's going to be a challenge for everybody um, particularly myself as well like um, picking teams and obviously with Will but I think I, I'm not worried I think we'll do well in that league I think it'll be more of a challenge for us because even in Division 1 we white teams we, we didn't really have much of a challenge against some teams so I think, I think, we'll, be, I think we'll do well who exactly do you think showed their talent in that T20? Um... <laughs> <Still angry question>. <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody played well. It were a good game to be a part of, to be honest. I think it's a team. It's a team sport. Team sport. I think we all I think. Um, I think particularly Amar at the end stands out for me when he went in and smoked a few yep. sixes and put on some runs. Um, Less so Obviously, when old, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think um, yourself and I, Bar, put put on a good start, which which makes a massive difference in T20 cricket. Um, but yeah, I think we didn't get off to a great start with the ball, um, but we pulled it back well. But in the end, we, we missed out, and that's, that's cricket for you. As a fan of that game, it was excellent to watch. Uh, we sort of didn't look like we were in it at one point and then pulling it back, and then seeing them at the end... After they'd won the game, they were clearly like really proud of themselves, which just shows what sort of a fight we put up against them. And I think they did quite well in the championship last year, so that's that's all looking good. Tom, you um you sort of came through the ranks at Borshi playing a bit of under thirteens. I saw under seventeens, and then went away for a period to play for Kiverton and Anston. Do you think that sort of journey through your career has has helped you as a batsman and maybe as a skipper as well? Coming back to Borshi in twenty eighteen, you've averaged. 53 since coming back, which is quite impressive. Do you think that's something maybe, maybe if, uh, I don't know, if a second team player is struggling to get into the twos, for example, a younger lad, do you reckon they should stick at it at bore or is your journey sort of helped yourself? Um, I, I think it depends on the situation, to be honest, because I started off as a young lad at the bore. I can remember being like nine years old with old Colin whipping the ball down at me and on the catching cradle. Um, but then when it, when it got to sort of like, under 13s, under 15s, and a few of the lads who were playing in the same age group as me were sort of playing twos cricket. At that time, I weren't sort of getting a look in, so I that's why I left uh, to go to Kimo. Plus, obviously, my mum lived over there anyway, so it was convenient for me. Mm. Um, 
I enjoyed it at Kiverton, to be honest, but then just got a bit... It got a bit samey, if that makes sense, doing the same old thing all the time. But, yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed it, playing in different standards. At one bit, they were, they were playing in Notts Prem. I think I only played one game in, in that league, but... Um, yeah, bit of a bit of a step up really, but I think I, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it back at back at board. I don't think I'll be going anywhere anytime soon. So yeah, so so just going back to that sort of T20 final last year, you cap you were captain obviously. What do what do you think you learned from that loss in that T20 final as a captain and also as a leader? What do you think? What you Not- could perhaps done of take from that loss and go into for the for the higher league next year what what could you improve um that's a tough question that actually um i mean it was it's good to learn how everybody <laughs> sort of handles uh, pressure in different ways because <laughs> I, I go back to when i got the lads in a huddle and i told everybody to <laughs> to, sh- to shut up because in those sort of pressure situations i don't think anybody's been in that sort of situation before because we were all sort of getting a bit aggy at one bit with each other because they were sort of <clears throat> getting ahead of the run rate especially early doors so I think it's the main thing for me was just about man management I guess but it's yeah. I don't know it was I think trying was, to keep a steady head when everyone yeah, else yeah, yeah, that's it. yeah definitely because yeah. obviously when there's that many people watching as well because we had quite a big crowd on the day it's, yeah, it's just trying it's to totally keep different. It. It's a totally different environment to what we're used to. Had a oh, crowd, yeah. had a, something on the cards as well. Kids, mm. what, what would you want to say? Yeah, Will, you were you were part of that crowd, obviously giving it some. Did did the performance <coughs> inspire you? Did the journey inspire you? I'll be honest with you, I can only really remember the batting display. Um, <laughs> I don't really remember the second second innings, which is probably a good thing for you, lads. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was it was nice to have that atmosphere. Wasn't it? it was nice to sort of see everyone getting behind the lads and you know obviously being part of that as well. It was it was good for me and uh, me and Oti giving it some from the uh, from the sideline. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you know sort of it gives you an opportunity to think you know what could I achieve at the club, which is obviously partially why I've taken the decision that I have. Um, and, you know, obviously ideally going forward, you want to be putting yourselves in those sort of situations, don't you? I know Kieran uh, felt like he deserved a place in that final team. Well, <laughs> what do you think? What What do you think of the future T20 Kizza bowling at the death? Um, I think I think I, I've I I uh, think a lot about Kieran and his bowling. I think he's come on a lot. I think in terms of that T20 side, I don't think I changed the side from the semi-final team to the final team. So for me, it was successful about successful consistency. Keeping the same team out um, and hopefully trying to get the win. But yeah, <laughs> if you're trying to ask me to put kids in the T20 level, <laughs> you can uh, do one for now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll come. I'll come to you after that atrocious question from Harry. As <laughs> uh, sort of a well-established first-team bowler, are you looking forward to? Um, maybe better in your skills for the twos, maybe being a a role model for the player, a bit like Ben Stokes, sort of dragging the team forward through your own performances. I mean, what a comparison <laughs> to start. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, it's for me, it, it was about um, what was possibly the next challenge for me. 
Um, I know that I had a little chat with Tommy before I made the decision about sort of what his thoughts were for his his first eleven, um, and then sort of where I saw myself within that, and then sort of weighed that up against sort of what I wanted to achieve at the club because. You, you know, you sort of get to that period in your life where you're sort of pushing 30 and you're thinking what's going to be the next step, how long you'll be playing cricket for, what do you want to achieve before you sort of uh, pack it in. Um, so, you know, I'll be pushing myself over the next season or two, or, you know, assuming it goes well as a skipper, um, that, you know, see what we can achieve as the twos. And obviously I want to be instrumental in that because, you know, I back myself as a bowler. Back myself as a batsman, I was not out last year, just reminding you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, I'll do what I can to to get the twos promoted, and you know, hopefully other people have that same mindset where they can be pushing to putting those big performances as well. I feel like just taking that sort of first move into saying, yeah, I'm willing to go into the twos, is a good sort of role model move to do because I know mm. there's a lot of lads that go, I'm not playing in the twos, that's a load of rubbish, but sort of taking that that first step hopefully a lot of other lads will follow and be more willing to play in that team and therefore going to be more motivated to actually win I would say so I, I think if you look actually look at <clears throat> look at the squad that you've got available for the twos I've, I've sort of been um, talking it through with, with Tommy and a couple of other lads and the, actual, the quality that that team's got is, is ridiculous when you think about it there's no sort of reason why we shouldn't be pushing promotion and then you know it might be that you know you've got a couple of people the ones having a bad week or bad run of like two three weeks and they need to sort of build the confidence well and then obviously the flip side of that would be oh yeah sorry the flip side of that would be that if you've got people in the twos that are um sort of performing well week in week out then they deserve to be to be pushed up so did you need a lot of convincing to become the captain and secondly if you are going to be captain what do you think your best attributes will be as captain will it be a calm head or, or perhaps man management or something you're a teacher so maybe can you bring some more roles in from 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 that from your work into the into the, the kiddies yeah. um oh that's the first part of the question in terms of whether i needed convincing i didn't really need convincing at all um yeah. nobody sort of approached me to say you know you're the person that we want to, to become the captain of two that was i was off my own back i'd I discussed it with Sutty a little bit pre sort of decision, just because I fancied a natter with Sutty, and then sort of put my ideas to Tommy. Sort of said, you know, I'm thinking of doing this. What are your thoughts on it? Um, and then obviously they went to a bit more of a, a deeper conversation with the committee. And um, I suppose it ultimately came down to, you know, I've had a lot from the club, and um, over the years, I think it's been about 13, 14 years I've been at the club, and. You know, like I said, I've had a lot from the club, and I, I know also the flip side of that was that there was no one who put themselves forward for the two's captaincy, which is why I started to consider it. Yeah. What was the second part of the question? Second part was sort of like what, what, what would you be? What would be your best attributes of being captain, and and can you bring sort of like your career as a teacher? Can you bring stuff you've learned from that to the role as captain? I suppose it's transfer transferability in that you know you've got a group of people that you're meant to be leading, uh, in a sense. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think I'm a pretty calm teacher, but you know, yeah. <laughs> who knows? Um, so I yeah, guess some I of guess... the players do have the brain size of a the primary school teacher as well. Yeah, I'd say I'm, you know, I'd like to think I'm pretty calm, but at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm a competitor. I like to win, um, yeah. and hopefully, sort of showing my passion for that, 
will sort of get other people on board. And you know, I'm not saying that's not the mindset already, but my mindset is that we go to win every game. Yeah, exactly. I think that's exactly what the, the second team need as well. Yeah, it's inspiring, inspiring to hear that, Will. Sutty, Will mentioned you there, came to you to sort of discuss the role. As someone who's been known to maybe yo-yo in between the two sides in the past, particularly last season with the rotation <coughs> policy, what's your thoughts on, on the upcoming season and the and the two skippers? Um, I think we're in a really good situation at the minute. I think a lot of people will back Will as the captain for the twos. I think even though like no one approached him, I think he was in like, there's like a, a, na- a hat full of names for potential twos captains. He was definitely in there, so it shows that people have faith in him because they're, they're already thinking about him. And, uh, yeah, I think this year the twos can get a good push and easily get promotion this year. And the ones are also looking strong. I know we're losing a couple of players this year. Joe, you... Can... No one in particular. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, I think we've got quite good depth because well, I think we'll still have lads who are missing out in the twos who are definitely good enough to play for them but yeah I think we've got a lot of depth this year and I think we'll do well Excellent Pinky um, you could say you struggled last year a little bit with the bats Oh not this year <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, Go on fight, fight your corner <laughs> With Will as second team skipper is it perhaps you wouldn't mind dropping down into the twos on occasion to better your form or are you are you still fully focused oh, on being a once player through and through listen Will is a massive pull and it is attracting me however my focus is primarily on the ones so the two captains here I don't want to upset either of them because <laughs> yeah. I need to say in, the, in both of their plans so uh, I'm sitting quiet <laughs> obviously everyone everyone wants to play to the highest level that they can but there's also the factor of getting getting some, some actual form, some batting confidence. timing. Um, I know my best season that I've had was when I batted the most, and that carries over to the next season. So it's it's all about just time at the crease for me. The good thing about the club is that we've got that much strength in depth, and it can sometimes mm. be the biggest downfall as well because we've got. I mean, sometimes I, I probably say that it's it's a little bit selfish when I take a few players, but. And when you get the likes of Barr, Sam, Grant, Sutty batting below number six, when they're all truly capable of probably batting top four, to be honest. Superb is the word you um, Superb. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it just shows how much strength in depth we've got throughout the club. But I think this year, especially with Will coming on board, um, I, I was always keen about getting Will in because... We needed somebody to take control of the twos. And from a club-wide perspective, not just two teams, it's about getting some structure throughout the club, having someone who's going to probably give the lads a bit more motivation in the twos. And definitely we want to make that gap a little bit smaller between the ones and the twos, so that when lads do come up into the ones that they're ready for it sort of thing. Um, So, yeah, I think bringing Will in is going to be a good thing. And I've said to Will himself, he needs to make sure that he's putting himself in the mix for with the ball, um, opening the bowling. I've said he should be in there, open the bowling. Um, but yeah, it's up to him what he does with the, sort of, <laughs> with the team and the structure and what he selects. But we've got to try and get... I think it's about getting a balance, um, the balance right in the ones, not having 
too many batsmen getting the right amount of spinners, bowlers and so on. So it's just about just getting a bit of synergy between the two teams. Mm. Like a falcon. Millennium <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Flying through the starlit sky. Oh, oh dear. Um, Dad's, Dad's been a, a skipper before for quite a high standard of rugby. I have. Um, this is starting to sound like a selection podcast, so I'm going to change the tax slightly. Um, we've been discussing the India versus England test series, and there's two great captains in play there. I'd like to ask our captains, Root or Kohli, and why? Kohli. Starting, starting. <laughs> I would say Root, um, purely because of his demeanour. I think uh, you've got Kohli, he's... he's He's full of his own self-importance, if you ask me. Um, he doesn't, and obviously he, he's led in the past by inspiring his team, by you know being a, that standout performer consistently. But he's, you know, I, I know we've had sort of, oh, I've heard debates in the last few weeks about since having a child or something like that. But you know, he, he doesn't <laughs> seem, he doesn't seem the same player that he was. Um, he seems like, you know, there's, there's, is it Rahane? I think is the the other candidate, and it seems a bit like. You know, he's sort of losing the players, whereas in, if you look at Root, he's not that kind of player. He, he, you know, backs his team 100%. Although he is the one that's standout performing at the minute, you know, he clearly inspires his team to to stand up in those big occasions. So, yeah, it's got to be Root for me. Our Indian fans are really not going to be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, we are not. Our one we listener do actually have, in India. We have a, a listener, yeah. <laughs> and Tom? Um, I'm going to go same same as Will, to be honest. I'm a big Root fan. I've got a lot of admiration for his form recently as well in the in the two tests. Um, but yeah, I think I, I don't know. I I I know Cole is an absolute class act. Like he is a very good player. I think he's just a bit. I don't know. I think he should be setting no a bit him. better example sometimes, especially to people watching, because I think he can be a bit rough around the edges with players and a bit sort of. Don't know too up front sometimes, but I guess if that's the way the way he is, and I think he likes to get in the face of his opponents a bit more than say Root does. But I think I like how um, re- a bit more reserved Root is, like a cool cucumber. Prefer that I think. Yes, yeah. I think I think we're all in agreement. Root is defo the better bloke in that scenario. Both of you showed last season that players can sort of have uncovered talents Tom with the ball you had a strike rate of 14 point <laughs> the burglar the burglar with 14.78 strike rate last season an average of 10.9 that's pretty incredible and Will you mentioned you didn't get out with the bat is could that be something that helps you both as captains maybe you might not someone might not have been spotted before someone batting down the order could could be an absolute weapon and someone I don't know that's maybe not had the chance with the ball you know giving people opportunities could that could that help your your journeys as captains? Are you referring to me putting myself in like the top three of the batting order? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. what I'm getting to. Um, and maybe fielding slip as well. Oh, Bat we'll be ten fielding overs, slip. opens the batting as well. <laughs> Just yeah, you've heard it here first. I'm fielding first slip all season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Penners will not be happy. Um, that's Penners. Spot that. I don't know. Oh, I mean, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I don't know. I mean, you, you people. Oh, really? End of the day, people pay ten pounds, don't they? They pay to play. They pay to mm. to get their money's worth. Um, on top of you know, obviously, just a bit of a relax. That's what it really is. Um, 
But, you know, if you've got one of those weeks where you're a bit short and somebody's sort of saying, you know, I, I want a bat, you know, I've been batting seven, eight, I want to go sort of a bit further up the order, then, you know, I've got no reason to, to think that they're not capable of it. I think we're blessed at Bawtree that, you know, we've got plenty of people that actually can do a bit of both. Um, you know, myself included in that. Um, but, yeah, you know, no reason to think that, you know, just because someone's batting the top order don't mean they're not going to have a bowl. And I don't mean that just because someone's had a bowl don't mean they're not going to bat up the order. Although, Tommy, your decision-making in bowling yourself is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it gets results. It gets results. Lads hate to see it, but... Tom, I mentioned your strike rate there. Oh, yes. It was 14.78. Oh, um, in 2019, you bowled more overs... A strike rate of 84.5 and an average of 57. Oh, wow. So it sort of shows it. it does go both ways. <laughs> That's some improvement, that, isn't it? It's just a season. Working hard in the net. Send the drugs test. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a question for... This is for Will, actually. And it's a bit of a test of his captaincy skills. Now, the scenario <laughs> is... It's sunny day. 35 <laughs> degrees. And the, pitch, <laughs> and the pitch looks like a road, feels like a road as well. But what do you do? Will, I'll come to you first. I think, you know, you, you, you play the conditions, but you play the team as well. So, it's, you know, it's not just about what, what the scenario is. You're thinking about which team you're playing. You know, you think about who's got the five o'clock kickoff and if you want to get home to watch that. Um, but, you know... Really, we're probably having a bat first, aren't we? That's the correct answer, Will. You have a bat. Tom, what do you do in those what? scenarios? Just, just, I'll run it through those conditions again. Very hot, very sunny. The pitch is a road. What do you do? Okay, for God's sake, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a bowl. We'll bowl. I, I don't know what came over me that day, but as the coin... I think the coin like just blinded me a little bit, and it just. What in that I, blaring heat and sunshine? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, just, I don't know what happened to me that day. I just thought there's something in this pitch. There's something in it. We can roll them. Oh, um, no, that that weren't my best day to be fair. And when three. Mims is smoking it about and he's passed a ton, and I'm there behind the stumps that day, full padded. <laughs> coming off me. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah, it weren't the best decision to um, make, but yeah. What doesn't you kill you makes it. you stronger, eh? You learn from it, don't yeah, you? That's true. Yeah. Learn from well, it. Talk, talking about uh, sort of lapses of judgment, Tom. Oh, here we go. I was going to just quickly go back to the final and wonder if <laughs> choo- choo- choosing me to bowl the penultimate over was also a lapse of judgment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably the worst decision I've made. At least it got it home and done with. <laughs> um, I can't remember how the, I, no in fact I know why I, I brought you on obviously you, so, because uh, yeah it was it was we're gonna have to bowl bar. that's what I said I think that's what I said to Joe I think I got Joe together with me I'm like look we've used we've, we've used Kirky we've used me we've we've ran out of options <laughs> let's put bar on <laughs> To be fair, I should have bowled oh. Bar earlier because I bowled Amar early and him and Sean didn't get us off to a great start at all. And in T20, pace off worked for us. 
Joe, I couldn't. I don't. I think I can't remember whether I bowled Collie out for his four, or maybe just gave him. I don't one, think but, he bowled. I don't think he. Bowled. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't think I even used Collie because I thought, oh, if we bring him on, it's just cannon fodder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's just one of them. I, I I do think Barr is a good bowler. It's not like I don't think he's not not a good bowler. <laughs> um, Choice of language can, kind of goes away from that. Oh, we've got to bowl Barr. <laughs> nobody nobody else heard that though, did they? Not the people on the, on the sideline, yeah. But uh, apart from me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm not going to bring Sutty on in those situations because going back to. What Kizza said Why in the not? previous question, where it was, he was day, like, it was a match before, it was a day before. Unhidden talents, <laughs> bloody unhidden talents. <laughs> I thought, oh, we're coasting it here at Worksop. I'll give Sutty a bowl. Next minute, Chuff and El would would chuck the game away. I got me and Collie got the exact same figures that game. Can't screw it all, mate. Yeah, Collie took some wickets. Sam Sam dropped, Sam dropped an absolute <laughs> dolster that day. Yeah. So did I. Oh so did Jesus! I. No, I didn't. It was in the sun. <laughs> I think all, all, all the Ki- it was kissing. It went like this. <laughs> for, the, for the for the listeners that can't see Sam, he's frantically waving his hands in the air, uh, like he's running away from something. What this discussion does highlight is that captains are always in the limelight. The team is sort of lived by the sword, die by the sword. If the team wins, you class as a hero. If if you lose, you you sort of get a lot of stick in the bar, especially if it's a close game. It's all your fault, Tom. Tom, I'll come to you first. How have you dealt with that? And then Will, when he's finished, how do you plan to deal with the pressure? Um, <laughs> you, you learn to live with the fact that when you're skipper, you can't please everybody. So you, you you're just gonna have to make your decisions based on what you think's gonna get the team the win, and whether that's using a particular individual or another individual, whether that's bat, bowl, or whatever. You sometimes just have to make that decision, and I, I, I'll always admit when I've made the wrong decision, and when I make a right decision, I, I always think to myself, "Oh yeah, that was the right thing to do." But I know you, you can't win. You can't win sometimes, um, and you'll never please everybody. So if I cannot give a bit of advice to Will, just go with your gut, and if you, oh, I can't swear, can I? If you if you mess it up, then you mess it up. If if you get it right, then do it again next time. You're a hero. Yeah. For me, I'd say, you know, I'm a fairly strong-minded person, I think. Um, so, it'll be a bit like water for ducks back, to be honest. You know, like Tommy says, you win some, you lose some. At the end of the day, it's, it, you know, it's amateur sport, isn't it? And it? So, it's not it's not the end of the world if you lose, is it? If you do, yeah, you analyse it because you want to win. But, again, water for ducks back. If you don't like it, let me know. If you let me know too forcefully, you're not picked next week. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a good mindset to have, Will. Pinky, you say you want to get involved. I'll, I'll toss a question yeah. to you. Uh, as someone who's rose, risen through the ranks at Boar, you know, you've probably played uh, amongst many skippers. What's it like playing underneath your brother, who some might see as superior, some might not? Does that sort of <laughs> overshadow you in a way? Well, oh, here we go, Sammy boy. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, there is not nepotism. In fact, it's the complete opposite, I believe. And I actually believe that I'm more harshly done to. But we'll have to ask Tom. In terms of what, Sam? Are we going to start fighting over the pod? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm quite an easygoing character, so... I, no, I, 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 I take it on the chin, but no more. Oh, we're going to have a family debate here now. 
yeah. just uh, just Sam on these on these accusations of nepotism. Maybe a question for Tom. I mean, the chairman phones his son, who then becomes captain. The son picks his brother on the first <laughs> team, and then and then Jimmy Blackburn, who clearly is the love child of the former chairman and current chairman. <laughs> well, this is just a game for all the family. <laughs> it's a family affair. <laughs> Whilst there's youngsters like Dad not getting in the team. <laughs> Oh dear! No, I think um, so. I've 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 messaged Sam individually with a skipper's message yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah. I and I, he is he is good enough to back top four, but I think he's just got a few things that he needs to work on. Here we go. But I think he'll definitely get his chance. Probably didn't get enough of a chance last season. But then again, I come back to the point where you can't please everybody. We've got that much mm. strength in depth in the team that some people will get. I think I rotated the chances quite well between everybody last year, as much as I could. I don't think there's anything between me and Sam being brothers, no, no to beef. be honest. No beef. <clears throat> no beef. One thing that I know me and Dad have discussed quite a lot before is some sort of rotation policy. I know there's sort of quite a lot of politics a few years, like maybe one or two years ago, where with selection... Um, Abroad. A few people not wanting to be in the twos and then getting a bit annoyed when they weren't picked and everything like this. So we were t- discussing some sort of rotation thing that seems like a fair fair shout. Do you think that's something that you'd sort of have a look at or are you just going purely off a performance basis? Um, I mean, I, I've, always, I've always tried to base selection around performance and obviously skill levels in, in general sort of thing. Um I think obviously if you if you referring to last year's rotation system, we messed that up well and truly. Um, but it was a bit of a unprecedented um, situation mm. for us. But I think um, for me, moving this year, I'm always going to pick my strongest eleven. You all sort of know that if you're not performing, I'll I'll say look, I'm not dropping you, but. It's more to get your own confidence, go and do what you need to do. And then the perfect example, I'll always say, is Rich Nuttall a couple of years ago. He was previously Wands captain. I took the Wands captaincy off him. Well, not off him, but you know what I mean. Um, I, didn't, I didn't take it off him, you know what I mean. He, um, he stepped Richard down. Richard didn't I, I want to do it Yeah, Rich, ste- Rich stepped down. Um, but then it, there, was, there was one bit where Rich was doing awful with the ball. And then he went into the twos, took a few wickets, came back, and then absolutely smashed it in the ones. And he di- he didn't moan about it. He didn't. He just got on with it. And then when he came back, and I sung his praises because that's what the club needs. You need players like Rich Nuttall. Cheers, Rich. I know personally, looking at my back in my captaincy days when I'd speak to Bren about who to choose for the team, and I know Eddie Jones has said it himself. It's not. It's not just about picking the best players. It's about getting that team sort of camaraderie and who, which players play best with each other. I mean, I feel like it might affect um, rugby a bit more than it does cricket, but I think it's definitely got a role to play. Yeah. So it's not necessarily always just stats. Mm. I think there's a lot of there's a lot about um, merging the team in the right way against the right opposition. Oh yeah, definitely. That's it. I think Bawtree is. It's a great club. Everyone gets along. You know, after the game, everyone, a lot of teams sort of 
scuttle off straight after the game, don't bother getting changed. At Bawtree, especially on a nice summer's evening, everyone's gathered round, you've all got a beer or those that don't drink, J2O. Gin. Pink gin. <laughs> Pink gin. Uh, and everyone's sort of sort of together, loving each other. And I think that's that's a really all big positive yeah. to take. Uh, what do you see as, as your biggest challenge coming up for the for the coming season? I'll come to you first, Will. I suppose you know personal note is I've never I've never had a captaincy before, so you know it's going to be about sort of getting coming to terms with assuming that responsibility, um, you know making those decisions in the moment. Um, you know I think two, three, four games in it will start to come a bit more like a bit more naturally I guess. But I suppose yeah on a personal note it's it's, uh, it's just going to be getting head around captaincy what it entails. Um, and then it's, you know it's about getting getting the right balance as well. It's you know it's said it a couple of times, but just making sure that I've got the strongest eleven that I can have. Obviously, <laughs> obviously it's a step, it's a big, it's a step up in standard for us. So that, and nobody in the club has played at that level yet. So it's just like an adjustment period, getting used to the. the obviously, there's ten more overs to play, so it's a longer day in the field. Um, it's about managing uh, the the bowlers, I think, a bit more, and managing the situations and everybody understanding their role within the team. Because I don't think I've had that much of a chat with everybody about it, but this year I want everybody to understand what their role is, because sometimes I might not have been as clear as I could be. But it's about yeah. Because I think I think in that at that level, um, I know it's not the highest level, but it is a big step up for what we played before. You get a lot of better bowlers and batsmen. So sometimes we might not get a wicket when we want one, where we have done in before. We've been used to taking wickets. We've never really we've we've not I can't think off the top of my head when we've been in situations where we've really struggled to get a wicket. Like when we needed one, we've got one. And then saying when we need someone to step up with a the bat, there's always been somebody there. We might have massive collapses next year. We might have times where somebody's scoring runs for jokes and we can't get them out. So it's going to be a big challenge in just adapting, I think, for us, consolidating in that league. But I think, like I said before, we will do well because we've got enough players to compete. So that's the biggest challenge adapting but, sums a question oh, up good well. yeah I think that sums, sums <laughs> it up quite well and I think it kind of I think it's quite good to be sort of um, ambitious as well but also knowing what, what what you can and can't do and I think as I say for the first team definitely the target would be to consolidate yourself and make sure you're a permanent fixture in that league and we'll definitely I, you know I think closing that gap between you the second team and the first team having the, the, the idea of perhaps a first team player dropping down to the second team isn't so much of a, a shock, um, which would be good in terms of the whole club. Now, I've got a different kind of uh, vibe now going on. So so we're going to slightly pinch the uh, test, match, test Match special segment, Ask the Umpire, but I'm going to do Ask the Captain. So Will and Tom, you're both going to get two scenario, one scenario each, uh, and you are pretending to be the umpire, and you have to find... Tell me what you think would be the right decision to make. So imagine you're at the umpire with your hat on, um, <laughs> moaning about the heat. Right, okay, so, Will, two runs are needed to win off the last ball. 
the striker hits the ball to the boundary and to help them run faster, both batsmen drop their pads and their helmets. Do you stop the game or do you let it continue? I let it continue. <laughs> I've got no idea. Well, do, you want to, do you want me to talk through your, talk through your answer and flesh it out a bit more? Surely just, just getting the pads off is going to take... It is a podcast. I assume... You know, there'd be an element of whether... I know sometimes with equipment there can be a dead ball situation, so I don't know whether it it is a dead ball situation or whether it's just a case of, you know, dropping weight and running as quick as you can. I've got no idea. I let the game continue because I'm not an umpire. I think you are... Will, you are correct. You'd be making not just a captain, but a good umpire too. Obstruction has, obstruction has to be seen as intentional. So you need to be sure... If, in your opinion, the non-striker deliberately knocked the ball away from his bat... Oh, no. Sorry, that was the wrong answer. There is nothing in the laws to prevent the, <laughs> to prevent the running batsmen from discarding their equipment like this. So long as the non-fielder was obst- so long as no fielder was obstructed by the discarded items, there is no problem. Now, Tom, your turn. Okay. Your scenario is you're the umpire, you got the thing right. So, a batsman is frightened by a wasp, just as a slow bowler releases the ball. As the batsman recoils, he sweeps off his bails by mistake. There is an appeal. What do you do? As the burglar. As the burglar, I'd be going down on one knee. Uh, I'd I'd call a dead ball as soon as I see the batsman start flinching about because it's not like a normal situation in it. So I'd be dead ball in it. Correct. You need to call and signal dead ball here. The striker is clearly troubled by the wasp, so obviously he isn't ready to receive the delivery. The fielding side's appeal is an optimistic one, just like every one of your appeals. <laughs> so well like done, ball. Tom. Well, Tom, well done, Tom. Well, you both got yours right. You looks like you could be an umpire as well. Back to you, We've kids. got knowledgeable captains. It's lovely. Oh, yes. Excellent. That's That bodes well for the season. Seeing as though you've taken the drop, as some might say, to the twos this season... I don't know, in the past, you might have spat your dummy out at the uh, the thought of dropping down into the twos. What's, what's, caused the, um, what's caused the change in mindset? Not a massive fan of the aggressive sort of nature of the question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I was thinking it myself earlier when it was referred to, you know, like a season when it was the Rich Nuttall one. The reason Rich Nuttall dropped is because I refused to, I think. Um, so, you know... It's, I don't know, there's it, probably a few elements to it. Number one is that I've probably grown up a bit, um, sure. sort of seeing a bigger picture of the club. You know, second thing is, you, you know, it's, cricket for me, first and foremost, is, is a social thing. And, you know, previously there's been second 11s where, you know, I wouldn't say that, it's not that I don't get on with anyone, but, you know, you want to spend the time that, with people that you've played more cricket with. And I just think there's a bit more balance now in terms of, social elements in, in both teams so and the, the flip side of that is that you know I, i'd like to think that you know if i said to sutty that i want him to come and pay, play for the two one week 
you know, he'll be up for it because he knows that he's going to have a good laugh. It's going to be fun. Likewise, we can have a laugh if Sam Aslan wants to come and get a duck in the twos as well. Then we can have a good laugh with him and all. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think there's a few elements to it, really. Um, but, yeah, I think probably the biggest thing for me personally is I've probably just grown up a bit. That's great to hear. That personal development is is really good for the club, I think. How would you like to be remembered as a captain? Ooh, deep. I'd, I'd say that, you know, I'd want people to... to come and have a laugh in a competitive team and I'd like to sort of be sort of the, the, the face of that in the twos I guess and you know the father figure yeah yeah, yeah. I'll put a reassuring <laughs> arm around you and you know make you feel better about yourself and all that kind of stuff but yeah no I, I don't I'm not really asked about being remembered if I'm totally honest with you it's just about having a nice time in the moment isn't it <laughs> <laughs> will uh, will <laughs> biggest flop in second team history oh, that's it, yeah. Tom, Tom Haslam I want to go down in butchery history forever Flappy <laughs> T oh, here we go here we go um, I don't know to I be honest with you I am butchery cricket club <laughs> <laughs> oh this is horrible uh, the question now, is uh, what's going to live on longer all low design or Tom Haslam down at the ball <laughs> I'm not going anywhere anytime soon never coming off the stumps <laughs> oh yeah there'll be a new pair of stumps this year. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon so Excellent. it's just how long the lads will have me as captain because I, I always think there's a, a a period where it might need to come to an end because you don't have the dressing room anymore sort of thing if that makes sense. If they listen to the same person all the time, sometimes it's good to have change, isn't it? A good. I just I want to be remembered as a, a, a captain who did a decent job, really. Who. I've just got a bit of advice for Tommy. If you don't want to lose the dressing room, it would be to stop bowling yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be happening because we all know that I get wickets, baby. <laughs> just uh, seeing as though. Every podcast has this section, and we've not really covered it this one, the Teakley We. Um, <laughs> I was just wondering, starting with Will, what is your favourite um, sort of food choice in, in, in the Cricket Weekly Tea? Are we, are we speaking any food or a sweet and a savoury? Or where, where uh, it's, got, it's got to be something that you've had before at a Cricket Tea, but whatever Some, your favourite's been. Something that we, when you walk through that door, you go, yes. <laughs> yeah. I love a scone, me. I love a oh, scone, oh, me. A cup of tea, just before you went out into the field. A nice heavy belly. Uh, <laughs> cream and jam, or jam then cream? It, it's got a bit It's scone, and it's got to be jam then cream. That's my stance. And you, Tom? For me? If you've just come in off a fresh ton, oh, going out into the field. Last one for a while. <laughs> 200 partnership with the bar. Oh, yes, bar. Um, I, d- I, I'm a, I love a prawn sarn, me. Prawn Leo song. I know it's a bit controversial. <laughs> as soon as you get that prawn song in, it's, it's for me. Get it, get it on the plate, and you stink for the rest of the day. <laughs> I uh, I hope Mr. Chairman's listening. Yeah. And I think on on the on that fishy on note, that fishy note <laughs> we can end the podcast. Uh, for all the listeners out there. Uh, you're obviously up on your tech if you're listening to a podcast. Remember to subscribe to Flappy T on Twitch. <laughs> doing some COD streaming. Yes, baby. Uh, check out the two lads. Come down to the MSG to support the boys. And uh, I want to thank you both very much for coming on the podcast. 
and hopefully we'll have you on again at some point, maybe in the season, for your post-match interviews. It'd be uh, really interesting. So to the listeners, like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at the rain delay underscore pod, and have a good week. Cheers, Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so sweaty.